what's up everybody welcome back men we've been waiting on you come on inside the chairs are all set up you don't need no credit card to ride this train that's for sure just come in and spend the next episode with us of the musicians cafe talking about some music here locally in winchester my name is brian dick and i'm here with my returning co-host he's a returning conquering hero mr chris king david gray chris uh I got to get it right out of the box, my brother. How was your weekend? Did anything exciting happen to you? No, it's pretty boring, actually. <laughs> Man, I, I am glad to be back. But uh, as you alluded to, this week has been pretty crazy for me. Um, you know, we thought it was going to start Wednesday night. Didn't have it Wednesday night. That was Thursday morning, not Thursday morning. Finally, Thursday night. And 36 hours later, we had a little one come. How about that? Tell everybody his name. Yeah. Noi. Wow. Noi. <laughs> Noah Troy Gray. My wife is going to give me a really hard time about that. (laughs) And he's going to be our next guest on the Musicians Podcast. Exactly right. Looking forward to that. We are so blessed, folks. And and Chris, on behalf of Robin and I, we are just so proud of both of you. And congratulations. I know it's it's been a long weekend for you. And uh, and I'm sure you're tired. But we're glad to have you back on the show, too. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. I'm glad to be back. And we're back with episode 33. um, And this time with a very special, very local. Hell yeah. uh, um, very recognizable voice here in in the local music scene, Mr. Dylan Wolfel. Dylan, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Glad mm-hmm. to be here. Thank good. you all for having me. You're here too, man. Hell yeah. We, I told you when you walked in, you were on our uh, wish list for a long time. Yeah. So we're glad to get this done yeah. for sure. Well, Brian, uh, before we get started with the interview, let's uh, go down that menu, shall we? Yeah, man. Got some stuff to go over here, so we'll do that real quick. Thanks, Chris. Uh, we'll start out on the Far Reaches, and it's Tally Ho Theater. Uh, on Friday night, they got Smells Like Nirvana, uh, and that's a Carpenter's tribute band. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, it's Nirvana tribute band. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, Smells Like Nirvana should be a lot of fun. And then uh, on Saturday night, Theater of Crew, a uh, Motley Crew tribute band, of course. And that, yeah, that would be something I'd like to make. I Unfortunately, I'm busy Saturday night, but that sounds like a lot of fun. Nothing going on at Hollywood casinos. They've got a little bit of a break until they get into March, so we'll just keep you posted on that. Nothing except people losing more money. That's what it is. Yes, exactly. There's lots of folks doing that. Bear Chase Brewery's got a busy weekend, like usual, on the 17th of Shane Gamble. Dylan, you ever cross paths with Shane? I've heard that name. I have not got to see him play. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. We have him on, on the list all the time. We've got to reach out to him sometime, Chris, for sure. On Saturday night, Pete Lapp and Sheila Campbell. I hope I have that right, Sheila. I think it is. Yep. And, and then on the 19th of Sunday is Josh Souter and Teha Singh is going to be there in the evening. So they've got a full weekend of, of musical guests over at Bear Chase. Box Office Brewery. Friday night, Chad C. and Timber Ridge, another band that we've heard of quite a bit. we got to go see them and also have them on the show. And then on the 18th, Saturday night, is the Seven Bins Band. And they sound like a lot of fun, obviously named after the portion of the Shenandoah River down That's there right. Woodstock, I would yeah. imagine. So. What's the lookout you can uh, go hike and see all seven? It's the fire on seven. Oh, that's uh, no, not, not on seven, but you can see all seven bands. Oh, yeah, that's up there at the fire tower, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think all that's right. what they call that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It was years ago I went up there, and it, it, it's true. You can definitely see all the bends in the, in the river for sure. The Monument, always busy right now. Uh, they got a big night Saturday night. It's called the Western Party with the Sweet Life. Do you know anything about that? I do. Not. I don't. Either. I haven't really heard of it. It's. It, it's. They've got a bunch of groups down there. The Sweet Life, I think, is a headliner. PX3, Doctor Silicon, the Michael Purdue Curfew, and Friends Without Benefits. Those all are playing huh. there on Saturday evening. So, sounds like a 
full night and a, and a good good deal for a, a ticket price. So definitely check that out at the monument. Paladin, uh, I checked him out earlier today, and the only thing they had listed was um, a show for Thursday night tomorrow night, which is Emily Fisher. Um, I haven't heard of Emily, but I'm sure she's good. And uh, that's the only thing they had listed there. Now, P2 does have a full week. You got something, Dylan? I'll be at the Paladin in Stephen City on Friday. That helps out. Thank you so much. 7 to 10. (laughs) We found the the entertainment Friday night. Good, good, good. They didn't have it on earlier when I was looking. So, cool. There we go. I think I just tagged them in something today. Good. I'm glad. glad. Well, cool. You're going to be there. So, we know that's going to be awesome. Cool. Uh, At P2 in Clearbrook on Friday night is Brian Nichols, another gentleman I've talked to you about being on the show. We're going to get him lined up. And on Saturday night is Jeremiah Prophet. And Jeremiah's been quite a regular down there for sure. So I know he's good, and people can check him out um, at P2 on Saturday night. Backseat Bar and Grill has the one big show listed for next week on the 25th. Uh, that's the Colt Ford show with Southern Charm, and that's going to take place in the new venue. You going to make that one, Dylan? The 25th, I think I'm going to be playing with Jake Cohn at Corners that night. Oh, is that right? Yes. Yeah, you got a busy night yeah. that night. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, they'll probably put more people in Corners. <laughs> <laughs> they might. Wow. Brian Shots lo- fired. Bri- Shots Brian, looked at, Brian looked at me like I said something crazy. No, I was like, well, that's <laughs> surprising. Corners gets wild, doesn't it? Wow. I've never been there, actually. This is going to oh, be my really? first time. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're going to love it. Yeah. That place is cool. It yep. really is. It's got a great feel to it. Really hometown. People can roll in there and they just have a good time. Yeah, I'm so. excited. No, but that. so this is the first show for the uh, Backseat Event Center. It is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Colt Ford has been around for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess everybody knew that you know he originally wrote the Dirt Road Anthem song that Jason Alding did back mm-hmm. in 2005, six, seven, something like that. Yeah. But I learned something just now. That's cool. Did he really? Oh yeah, he did it. Well, he did it first. Now I, I think there might have been somebody even before him. You know how these I country he, songs are. Some I think he co-wrote it with Brantley Gilbert. Did he? I'm I'm not sure. They wow. they really overplayed that one for well, me. But <laughs> well, I'll go with the speculation. It yeah. sounds cool to me. But, but that uh, is cool. But yeah, and he, uh, I talked to Skip the other night. When I was a backseat myself, and Skip says it's a green light. They're going to go with this one. So awesome. it's not awesome. going to be called off, and, and it sounds like it should be a lot of fun. Great news. Yeah, man. Piccadilly Public House has two of our uh, former stars on our show here. On Friday night is Brian Stutzman. I just saw Brian not too long ago. He's great. And then our old buddy is there on Saturday night, Mr. Jimmy Lee. So you got to go check out Jimmy Lee, everybody, and, and uh, give him a high five. And He's just a great friend buy of ours, for sure. Of, buy him a shot of Crown. He'll play you anything yeah, exactly. you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. What a great guy he is, too. Uh, we talked about this. I'm just putting him as a regular stop on this uh, menu here. Troubadour Park and Lounge. Um, they've got a big show on the 18th. It's the Damn Band. Uh, they've been there quite a few times. They're a regular, I think, at Troubadour. So definitely go up and check them out. And Dylan, you and I talked about that'd be a place I'd love to see you get to sometime. I know I'd they love would, to get they would there, yeah. love to have you there. I'm sure I'll make my way up there. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, cool. and I'm I'm actually a fan of you know them reaching out down towards our direction and bringing some of you know the talent around Winchester up their way. Yeah, and you know they've had just the last big one they had was Low Water Bridge and Jay Cone. Yeah, and that's right. uh, it's not a big place if you guys don't know it. It's not a big place, but it's the happening place. Yes. And yeah, it's very cool. I've heard that's the spot to go in Berkeley Springs out there. I think when you walk in, Sylvia, Tony, Sylvia and Tony just have that knack of making everybody feel like it's they're so glad you're there. And right. they are glad you're there. Right. Uh, and I think that welcoming, welcoming atmosphere has been really good for them, for sure. And they have a taco bar on Wednesdays. They so can't beat that. I mean, come no. on. 
And then a couple of reminders, or actually a reminder on the 16th, Pop-Up Mark, one more time, going to let it, let him have a shout-out at the Dividing Creek Brewery, open mic night. Uh, I know a lot of folks out there like open mic, so this coming Thursday night is going to be open mic at Dividing Creek Brewery. So there's the menu, everybody. Um, make sure you mark something down and go out and see some live music for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on, um, and not only in the live scene, but there's a lot of artists in our area actually putting out music, too. Yeah. Um, so if you follow any of these guys, um, and even if you don't think that they write their own music, if you follow their pages, if you follow their websites, um, these guys release music regularly, yeah. and uh, it's great stuff. And uh, coming up, I mean, just three or four different uh, even guests on the show are releasing music here uh, in the coming weeks. You guys just got to tune in for that. Um, it's just going to be it's going to be a great spring coming into summer yes. we're going to hit it hard on me oh man we sure are no doubt um, Chris I had a great weekend too of course obviously highlighted by the fact that I've got a brand new grandson I'm just so excited about that but I had a good weekend it was a good weekend for Brian Dick this week uh, happened to make a stop I got an invitation from Steve Narantis, uh to come out and see the brand new rockumentary uh, about Hammerjacks and that's the club that I mention all the time on the show it is going to be on Hulu, and it's going to be streaming on Netflix, folks. If you uh, if you're ever cons- want to relive your youth like I did, or if you're just kind of curious about what it must have all been like to be at the biggest rock club on the East Coast, go see this documentary. And I talked to Steve over the weekend. He's uh, such an approachable guy, so nice. He's going to be on the show in May, and I'm just uh, really excited about that show because I've got a million questions I want to ask him. But, Chris, man, I enjoyed the heck out of it. It was fun. I've never heard the word rockumentary before, but uh, I'm down with it. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like something you would like binge watch on the weekend. Yes, you absolutely could. And, uh, and uh, it was fun. It, 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 as I explained to someone today when I was telling them about it, it, those memories of that time in my life live vividly and bright in my mind. But boy, when you watch them on the theater show, it reminds you just how long ago it was. It was a long time ago. So. <laughs> But anyway, so we're going to keep keep you in touch about Steve being on our show come up in May. You were mentioning, Chris, about people putting down music. You know, there's a guy sitting in our table right now that's in in working on a, an album. So I'm going to get him to tell us about that. But uh, but Dylan, man, thanks for being here. We're so Thank glad you. you took time to make it out here to the Homestead Studios and hang out with us. Thanks for having me. Man, what is happening with you? Um, A lot of things. Um. I'm a dad. I'm a musician. I'm trying to get an album done. I'm playing shows every single weekend, trying to catch all these amazing young artists that are around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and all the awesome bands they're bringing to Winchester out of nowhere. I, I love that the scene is blowing up around here. So, so you're not busy at all, is what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, not at all. On a Monday evening, I can come drink Bush Light with Brian. But. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We'll make it a regular yeah, morning. Super you know? glad that you can. Yes, indeed. Thank mm. you. Well, you just came off a great big show um, at the Monument, correct? Yes, I did. Tell us a little bit about that one. Uh, that was a great night. Um, Jody Bloomfield, uh, he put the whole thing together. Monoflow sponsored it. It was uh, me opening for Low Water Bridge Band. Uh, 49 Winchester headlined it. It sold out in six hours. Whenever they announced the show, I think back last fall, and uh, it was amazing. It was a great night. Um, I was kind of on cloud nine the whole time. So that's cool. Yeah, I, I did a few originals, few covers. Um, I did Zach Bryan something in the orange, and first time I ever played it in front of a crowd. And I think that was a really good choice because it's popular. But yeah, it was it was packed wall to wall. It was amazing. Forty nine Winchester puts on a hell of a show. 
Low Water puts on a great show. I, it was awesome, man. So it was sold out, and I don't know that I've ever seen a sold out show at the. Well, I don't think I've ever been to a sold out show at the Monument, but I mean, there's there's people standing. I saw pictures. There are people standing freaking everywhere, right? Yeah, I mean, could, you couldn't walk around. Their floor yeah. is not. Wow. As, their floor is not as big as maybe it would look in some pictures, but the floor was full. Yeah, the staircase was full. Upstairs, was upstairs full. was full. Yep. I mean, it wraps all the way around wow. that stage. Was yeah, it, it was. Is that a cool feeling, though? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I did a big show at the Bright Box with uh, Brian Martin, so that one sold out, too. So I kind of had, like, a little bit of practice for it up right before this one. Sure. So, But I'm not used to that. I'm used to sitting in the corner of a small bar. We were talking about Rural Lunch earlier. Sure, yeah. And uh, But I'm used to just doing solo acoustic gigs, so opening up for these uh, amazing bands has just been a – a uh, huge pleasure for me. I mean, I've really enjoyed it. Right, right, and and that venue, pretty awesome, right? Oh yeah, the monument. Yeah, I love it. Now Great. we hear that the green room is quite the experience. It is. Um, Forty nine Winchester kind of they were taking up the green room that night. Um, me and some of the members of Low Water were hanging out in Ellie's bar for a couple hours. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, um, they were the big band, so they had the green room for that night. Um, I was in there Saturday night when Tony Logue played, but <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah, but the green room is pretty awesome. I think it's, I think it's like the vault. Yeah, because it used to be an old bank, so it's it's real pretty cool in there. Yeah, that's gotcha. cool. Yeah, you know, Dylan, when you first got here this evening, you know, you, you and I caught up a little bit. We've crossed paths a couple of times, which yes. has been really fortunate for me. Yes. Um, but you started you started all this craziness playing guitar and stuff about fourteen years old, right? I did. Um, started playing at fourteen. Started uh, writing songs about the same time. I I was a pretty shy kid growing up, so uh, people didn't really expect this to become my lifestyle. But <laughs> once I got used to it, it was it pretty much took off from there. Nice. So, my first show in a real bar, I was probably about 16. You know, wasn't allowed in there. They just kind of snuck me in. And, sure. You know, but... Uh, I know somebody like that. Yeah. yeah. I do, too. <laughs> he may have been on our podcast. Yeah. Yes. A couple, yes. a couple of them, actually. Yes. But, That's uh, for sure. I don't know. Uh, I've been doing it ever since. Uh, what, what moment did you realize that not only could you play, that, but that you could sing, too? When, when did that... Was that like one night late you were playing and just, wow, I can do this? Well, some of the first songs I did was Johnny Cash, and my voice has changed a lot over the years. And uh, back then, I th actually think it was lower, which is a little backwards. You know, you, you think your voice will get lower as you get older. Sure. But I think back then, it, I had that Johnny Cash kind of voice back then, and I was like, well, I can play his stuff all night. And, it, and it's mm -hmm. easy to play. It's three chords, you know. Sure. You don't have to strain yourself too hard. And um, But over the years, I've really developed a range, I think, and, you know, aged a little bit. So I've, I've got my own kind of sound now. Right. But, um, now, that, I hear you on that, though, right? Because as you get older, um, you figure out what your singing voice is. Right. And I've done the same thing, right? So, you know, uh, I would say at one point that I was a bass. Now, mm -hmm. not even a chance, right? So... And the other thing, at least for me, when I sing, is that all these guys, you know, you're wearing a Cody Jenks sweatshirt, mm -hmm. they don't sing low. No. These guys that are that are singing these big bangers are just not dudes that sing no, low anymore. Belting it out, raspy voices. That's that's yeah. kind of what I do now. And when the more originals you write, I, I think the more used to your own voice you get. Because you, ha you have to play covers. You know, you have to start out with covers, and you're kind of copying – you know, you're you're not meaning to, but yeah, but you're happens. copying that yeah. person's voice. 
But when, the more originals you do, the more you find your own voice, I think. Gotcha. But, Did, well, right out of the box for you, was it was it country music in your background, or, or were you it, influenced by other things? It was old, classic country. Uh, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, George Jones, um, Conway Twitty, you know, all the greats. Uh, sure. At the time, you know, uh, my stepdad would drive around in a in an old work van, and he would just blast the oldies, and we would just drive, you know, let's go for a drive. We weren't going anywhere. We were just <laughs> listening to the radio, and sure. that, that's kind of where that started, and then I just kind of explored from there. Um, it got a little deeper. I think my favorite songwriter is Towns Van Zant. Oh, yeah, okay. Which yeah. Uh, not, not everybody knows who he is. Oh, I do. But, yep, me but, too. But, yeah, that's one of my biggest influences for sure these days he but. was one of those obscure guys early in outlaw country you know down in yeah. nashville and wrote a buku bunch of great songs yep yeah if you don't know who he is everybody go go do a little wikipedia yeah. we actually had the same birthday oh wow. very cool March 7th. Yeah. so that's very pretty cool. cool willie nelson and i had the same birthday so that's a little cooler <laughs> <laughs> i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> hell yeah oh my gosh so then I saw you, as we mentioned, you and I crossed paths the first time. I saw you for the very first time playing at the Royal Lunch. Yes, that was my and stomping ground. that place. Back in the day, right? Yes. Yeah, what a great place that was. And and what uh, where was, do you remember where your first gig was out somewhere? I don't think it was you Royal know, Lunch, but do you remember? I don't think it was Royal Lunch. Um, I used to do a few gigs with this guy named Greg Finniff that I went to school with. I don't. He doesn't play music much anymore. He goes by Greg Martin uh, when he's playing music. And then Tyler Lloyd, who is in a metal band called Ashes of Everest. Yeah. He played with us. Um, Brian Shepard. Okay, yeah. Last um, week's guest, yeah. So it was kind of us four. And uh, I want to say one of my first gigs was at the Lone Oak Tavern. Yeah, uh, back when, when Greg would play there, and we'd kind of all just group together and jam there. But it was definitely Lone Oak and Rural Lunch, and I think even a couple things at Watermelon Park might have been nice. some of my first gigs. And I was around sixteen, something like that. But yeah, you know, I now that I think about it, that might be the first time I saw you as well at the Rural Lunch. Yeah. But the first time I was, I was there all the time. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. I was talking to my wife on the way over here. I was trying to remember the first time that we saw you. Uh and you may or may not remember. It was at the Mac Shack. Yes. In, yeah. in okay. twenty twenty. I was there. I, I, I was played there, there maybe twice and they, before they closed. There yeah. was a table of us that was maybe ten or fifteen and we might have been the only people there, but we had the greatest time. I recall that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a whole lot of fun. Levi Snap was with you guys. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, delin <laughs> that delinquent. <laughs> that's, he was the that's one that caused all that's the trouble. That's kind of uh, the night that I got hooked up with the West Oaks crowd. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, we were all sitting there saying, "Man, we're looking for music. This guy's okay." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when I was uh, when I was going to see you for the first time. The night, yeah, uh, Todd and Erica owned the Royal Lunch, and I remember Todd said, "Man, I got this guy coming this weekend." You got to come check him out. He's only, I think it, I think he said 16, maybe even yeah. 17. I don't know. But he said, he's only 16. What do you hear him? And he was right. I came in, he blew my doors off. It was awesome. Yeah. Not only were you great, though, I was a little bit taken back by your, what you were singing, because it was all the classics, like you yeah. were talking about, the people that influenced you. And so it was really cool to hear you stuff. sing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I really enjoyed that. So are you still sort of, um, 
you know, do, do you still, is that still your sort of um, honeypot? Is that where you still, like to go to? It's still my set list. Um, I always do some Johnny Cash, George Jones, Waylon Jennings. I, I keep the, all that in there, but I also do some of the uh, kind of the obscure acts like you don't hear on the radio today. Um, obviously, everybody listens to Tyler Childers. I still cover Tyler Childers. Um, I do Arlo McKinley. He's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. I've actually met him in the last year. He's awesome. And uh, Lost Dog Street Band, Benja- gotcha. Benjamin Todd's the songwriter for them. I do a lot of covers of those guys. I do some Zach Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I play a lot more originals when I go out nowadays. So gotcha. I mix it all together. Yeah, so um, we were talking about Towns Van Zandt and your, your – uh, God, I can't think. Your uh, influence from him. Yes. Uh, and geez, God, it's, this it's baby's getting to me. Yeah. It'll, it'll do it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we were talking about your your songwriting and your influence from them. How many songs do you think that, you, I mean, so you probably have a bunch of songs in your pocket. How yeah. many songs have you let out there to the world so far? Um, I'd say somewhere between 20 and 30, but those, really? those are all songs uh, that are completely done like ready to be recorded at any time um just a matter of money really in time but songs that i've actually written i mean i can't even count them i've got unfinished songs which i just kind of put away because for me if it's not done in 10 minutes it's probably not going to get done oh wow because they kind of hit me out of nowhere and that's when the best ones come out i think that's good though but have you ever taken one of those note sheets that you've written and maybe maybe months later years later and said yeah. all right yeah let me do something about this i've, I've done that I, I i wrote a song called um i think it's called middle of a crowd and i wrote it with a, a friend of mine's kid who, who's actually passed away now his name's hunter hageman and i had two lines and i can't remember what they are right off the top of my head you wrote the song but uh yeah <laughs> but, but this kid this kid kind of he was learning that how to play guitar with me and uh, we sat down and wrote that out of like an old napkin that I wrote something down on when I was like 15, 16. So I have done that a couple times, but not very often. Those are often so, the yeah. most famous songs is written on the back of a yeah. matchbook or something. Crazy I've got like a lot that. of coasters at home. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Dylan, I've always, always known you to be, uh, you know, I've seen you by yourself. You're a solo act. Is it, is it something that you still do or have you worked with a band? Is there any thoughts about I that? I haven't, haven't worked with a band in a long time. Um, I just do solo acts right now. I, what I'm looking for right now is some guys to record with me. I'd love to have some lead, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
some drums, a little bit of steel guitar, banjo, fiddle for a couple of my songs. I don't think they all need that. Sure. But um, I, I would like to form some relationships with my recording artists and maybe have it branch off from there. That's kind of the direction I'm going in right now. I got you. I got you. Do you have a name for your release that you want to make your album? I don't have a set title for. I've I've come up with a lot of them, but I don't have a set title right off the top of my head. Gotcha, now. gotcha. So are yeah. you are you posing for the album art, or how's that going? <laughs> uh, I I really like it to just be some some artwork on the front of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. not like firefighter calendar style. No. <laughs> maybe Dylan maybe Wolf. on the inside <laughs> flap. Dylan Warfel <laughs> yeah. kicks your ass. That's the name yeah. of the album, right there. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day, on the inside flap. Back in the day when we bought CDs, that would be a good catch. Say, so, you know, buy the CD for a special surprise. Uh, yep, thing. there it he, is. He did say, back in the day we buy CDs. Everybody, just so you know that, because <laughs> back in my day we bought. I albums. still buy records. <laughs> I got a ton of records at home. I'm so old, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we get, um, you do have your guitar here, and we want you to sing a couple of your originals. But before we get to that, I want to save that for a little bit later. Tell us about the venues that you're at. Um, man, I'm just, and we'll touch on it again before we leave, but the venues this weekend that you're at are all over the place. And when this I say all over the weekend. place, I mean, you're from Maryland down to Bluemont, right? Yeah, uh, Thursday night, I'm at Horseshoe Curve Restaurant in wow, Bluemont. awesome. Um, I love the Horseshoe Curve. That was also... Probably one of my first gigs. I was probably 17-ish when I started playing there. And I love that place. I love Tracy and Jim. And uh, it, it's one of those places when you start playing, everybody gets real quiet and they turn around and look at you. Nobody's talking. Sure. And it's it's just a different feeling from playing bars and restaurants. Um, so that's Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Friday I'm at Paladin in Stevens City, uh, 7 to 10, I believe. Saturday, I'm at R&K Pub in Hagerstown, Maryland, starting at 8 o'clock. Never been there, so that's going to be a first for me. Okay. Um, looks like it's kind of a smaller place, which is what I'm used to, so we'll see how it goes. It'll work out good. But I'm, I'm branching out all over the place. I'm trying to travel further and just get more people to hear my stuff. I'm, yeah, that's that's kind of the point of my question was, yeah. you know, you're, you're kind of widespread. For, I am nowadays, yeah. <laughs> for being a for being a solo act, yeah. I mean, you travel pretty good. Yep. Is it something where you um, you intentionally seek these places out, or do they seek you out? I kind of am now. I'm communicating a lot more with venues. I'll kind of just look for pages on Facebook or look for email addresses and phone numbers so I can contact these people. Most of the time, I'll find a friend of mine or an artist that I listen to, and then I'll just look at where they're playing. And I'll just start looking for places to go. Um, I'm doing a festival uh, over the summer called Cannon Fire Music Festival, and that's that's going to be awesome. It's I think the end of July, July 30th, I believe. No, wow. it's, it's it's June 30th and July 1st actually, and um, it's going to be all these Virginia guys: me, Brennan Edwards, Jake Cohn, uh, Jonathan Mitchum, Chris Hunt Jr. Yeah, Zach Townsend, oh, yeah. Um, and my buddy Kenny Brown. He's a my biggest supporter. He's kind of uh, he sets the whole thing up. We did it last year for the first time, and um, a lot of the proceeds go to addiction treatment. So uh, that's oh, very cool. That's one of the charities that's involved, and he's got sponsors. But he's selling VIP tickets for Friday night, and then Saturday is the big show on the stage, right. and the VIP night's going to be like an intimate campfire type thing like a songwriter's round, and uh, I'm really excited about that. Man, that sounds but, cool. Yeah, That's cool. And actually, Kenny Brown reached out to me 
mm-hmm. about being on the show, and we yes. did book him for the 31st of May. There yep. you are. So we're going to get him on. Tell us all about that festival. Yes. Now, yeah. where's that at? It's in Maryland, right? It's in uh, Burkittsville, Maryland. Oh, yeah, where they filmed the Blair Witch. Yes. <laughs> yes. Famous. How do you know this? Stuff? <laughs> I, I knew it too. No, it's it's not as creepy up there as you think. But uh, it's at the Ruritan Club, uh, basically like a big open field in front of a building. Yeah, it's it was cool last year. Um, this year I think it's going to be a little bigger than it was last year. I gotcha. But, I gotcha. Will you get out and play a show like at the Horseshoe coming up this week? Is it typically three, four hour shows? How's that work for you? Typically between three and four hours. Um, three hours kind of the sweet spot, but it depends on. Yeah, I, I'm one of those guys. Like I'll start early, so the guys leaving will stay, and then I'll finish late. It depends on the vibe and sure. you know what's going on. So you just play by ear, depending on how it's yeah. going. Very yeah. cool, very very cool. Well, man, Chris has got more control than I do. I'm looking at that guitar in the middle of the table, and I just I can't wait anymore, man. I got to get that in your hand. We got to hear some music. Right. I want to hear Dylan Wolford doing his thing. Um, so I'm gonna give Dylan a chance to strap on his. Strap on his instrument here. Chris, this ought to be good, brother. I'm excited for it. So, um, you know, we talked about uh, you being songwriter and mm-hmm. having lots of songs. So I noticed that today you post posted on, on Facebook about, you know, being on the podcast and what song people wanted to hear. I did. I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. So I kind of did some votes. Um, yeah, but there wasn't. The, the cool part is you people like there were a lot of people that commented and they yeah. they wanted lots of different songs. Yeah. It's not that they all wanted one. Well, I did see so one. So you're going to do a medley, one. right? <laughs> yeah. You have that prepared. I wish I could. That'd be um, awesome. No, I'm going to do uh, my single that's out just to kind of advertise that. It's it's on Spotify, YouTube, and Amazon Music. And there's a video somewhere on my Facebook of when I first wrote it, but it's called Janeville. It's about a road in Clark County, Virginia, back road um where my great grandfather owned a piece of property and across from him my cousin and his dad bought some property and uh they're both passed away now so it's a tribute to both of them but it's also kind of about a family feud and uh once you hear it you'll kind of understand it but uh it's pretty popular um and then zach townsend recorded it just me and a guitar so very cool dylan warfare everybody this is called janeville was a patriarch of this family He lived on Janeville Road Hogs in the lot, chickens in the yard That shack was his throne Since he's been gone, it's been one big fight Over who deserves this ground If it was up to me, not that it should be I'd tear the whole place down Cause Big Paul was rolling in his grave Telling Jesus, this ain't how y'all were raised When you leave this world, none of this job matters anyway If you're looking for soul, it's a dead end he left Janeville a long time ago. Well, 
There's a cross on the side of the road Where we lost David three years ago His daddy wasn't too far behind And his blood is in this road Where his wild oats were sowed His boys are doing the best they can in a buzz but he'd tell you like it was whenever some shady stuff was going down and big Paul was rolling in his grave telling Jesus this ain't how y'all were raised when you leave this world none of this junk matters anyway If you're looking for a soul It's a dead end road He left Janeville a long time ago Nanny's crying now She's been slandered up and down And now you got me involved This ain't no family tree It's just a worn out joke you see If this is how it is Count me out she took care of him until he died The rest of you showed up and cried She ain't a liar or a thief She's a saint And Big Paul was rolling in his grave Telling Jesus This ain't how y'all were raised When you world, none of this junk matters anyway. If you're looking for a soul, it's a dead end road. He left Janeville a long time ago. He left Janeville a long time ago.
Thank Dylan you. Warfel, everybody. How cool is that? Thank you. Man, that is a hell of a good song, Dylan. Thank and you so much. You're right. You can listen to the song and you figure out what the story's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Was Very that, cool. That wasn't a 10 minute or was it? To, no. To write. I didn't think so. That, uh, 10 minutes? Uh, maybe 15. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you just had the story in your head. That, right. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of things going on. Like I said, it's about a family feud. I'm not. I'm not going to get into all mm. that. But um, right. It's 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 a tribute to my great grandfather Jesse Lee Owens. I get a lot of my uh, values and stuff from him. I spent a lot of time with him, and I've got another song about him called "The Ballad of Jesse Lee," and it's a more upbeat, you know, crazy song. <laughs> and uh, but I. I, a lot of the ways I think are based on being around him as a kid, and it's a tribute to my cousin David Jenkins, who passed away tragically. He was in an accident on that road, so. Oh wow! Okay. But it, it's a mixture of all that and uh, how they would look on the situation now, I guess. Good good songs are always about how people can relate to them, and when yeah. I hear that song there, you know, I mean, you and I don't have many paths that we've crossed. That I know you, yeah. But I heard that song, and I can relate to that song. I mean, that's that. That's how you make good songs, man. Right. That's great. So you said that song specifically is being released now, or is it already out? Or it is out. It's on uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, I believe. Um, yeah. Wow. Everybody. And buy it's that just song. an acoustic track of it, but. Well, yeah. just an acoustic track. I mean, yeah. come on. It's a track. I'd, I'd like <laughs> to get some uh, a little bit of sure. That's one of the ones you want to dress up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. That's well, okay. Well, I'm a big fan of Janeville. So I'm going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> but I know Brian, and Brian's going to say, well, you're here, and well, you got your guitar. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. got anything he else you want? sound like I'm, you know, um, Snuffy Smith or something. I don't know. Here. Don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but we'd like to open it up, man. Let me get my capo. There you go. I love using a capo. Everybody always looks at me like, oh, man, I you're cheating. I use a capo all the time. <laughs> you're cheating. You can't do that. Of course you can. That's why they make them. Stupid electric guitar players. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tim Ferriss would frown at me right now. He would? For using a capo. Oh, I got you. I didn't realize he was anti-capo. He's, oh, an electric, uh, he's an electric guy. That's true. That's true, yeah. They're yeah. all the same, Brian. Well, he had a chance to be on the show again with us hosting this thing, and he couldn't do it, so there. He did. All and right. a chance to win $15,000. No. <laughs> so, Dylan, what are you thinking about on this one? You got one in mind? Yeah, um, this is Kenny Brown's favorite. Um, I, mean, I actually write a few songs with Kenny Brown. Um, I've done a couple collaborations with him. Um, but this was his favorite when he first started hearing me play. Okay, good. This is called Walls. And uh, ironically, I wrote this uh, when COVID first started, when we were all trapped inside four walls. There you are. But um, it's more of a, a metaphor if you listen to it. And this is a slower one. stones all around me makes my blood into the concrete I spent a lifetime working like hell to keep out all the bad news all the tear-stained memories of you and I'm here to this day behind me 
Behind these walls Nobody's tried to make the climb A guy like me just ain't worth the time I'm a broken man And I soak up the solitude I use my broken heart as an excuse And I'm all alone behind these walls I hide my shame Put on my shades, grab my guitar and sing my pain away behind these walls Behind these walls Behind these walls They protect They defend and they'll keep me safe until the bitter end It's not about shutting you out It's about keeping me in Behind these walls I hide my shame Put on my shades, grab my guitar and sing my pain away behind these walls Behind these walls Behind these walls Behind these walls yeah, man. Yes. Dylan Wolfram, everybody. How great is that, Thank Chris, you. man? That's absolutely a song anybody who plays music can relate to. Yep. Yes. Dang. Thank absolutely. You. Great voice, too, buddy, man. I love it. Thank you. I love it. You sound great. Man, how, how old is that song? That one, I think I wrote when we were in the midst of the pandemic, so, so 2020. Couple, couple, three years. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Cool. We were all stuck inside. Thank God we're yeah. through that mess. Yep. Yeah, but, you know, we talked about it with COVID, and just like that song, a lot of things came out of COVID. A lot of creative things came out of COVID. Man, I, I wrote so many songs during COVID, it was crazy. Yeah. I think I was going crazy a little bit, <laughs> but uh, and we all were. Yeah, it provided a rush, too, I think we're talking about, when people wanted to clamor to get back out to see yep. music again. I think it helped it a lot, for sure. Yep. That's for sure. Cool. So, what do you got on Horizon? I know you got some shows you talked about. Do you have? I know you got. You're working on an album um, that you're trying to put the finishing touches on. On that, beyond that, what else is uh, ahead for Dylan? I mean, other than um, you know taking over the world. Other than that, what do you got? My main goal really is just just get all my original songs down and recorded and out into the world because um, I've kind of procrastinated and so many things have gotten in the way over the years, like right. family and jobs and you know stuff. And I just want to get everything out into the world and play new places and new areas and that's really my only goal right now very cool and to meet new awesome artists like you know jake and brennan 
everybody that's around here. Boy, you guys are tearing it up. All yeah. the young guns are killing us. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is great. And it gives um, people like me something to do on the weekends. Well, I have something to do on the weekends now. But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, it is great to know that at any point in time, you can go out into the Winchester area, uh, even stretch your arms a little bit out to yeah. you know Hagerstown and down into the Northern Virginia area over the mountain a little bit. And you yeah. just find quality people everywhere you're Winch- at. Winchester is a lot bigger with music than it was when I first started. Sure. Like, when I first started at Rural Lunch, I mean, I was just competing with cover bands, and now, you know, everybody's blowing up, and all these venues are opening up. It's it's incredible, man. It's, yep. it's crazy to watch. And it's so much fun. When people want to reach out, and they're going to do this, they're going to want to get a hold of you. I know, for instance, maybe Hog It Up. We just had them on here a couple of weeks ago, yes. and, and they, they want to reach out, I'm sure. How do they find you? What's the easiest way to get a hold of Dylan um, Warfel? My email, uh, it's dylan.m.wolfel at gmail.com. Um, it's on my Facebook page, so you can figure out how to spell it. Um, phone number, 540-327-1441. Uh, call, leave a voicemail. Yep. Let me know what's going on. Um, that's the best way to do it. But my fan page on Facebook, I mean, anybody can message me and hit me up. That's normally what ends up happening. Gotcha. But, that number goes to your manager, right? Yeah, straight to your my schedule, manager. Your scheduling assistant. <laughs> yeah, his name's Dog Watson. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't always answer the phone. <laughs> Just leave a message, that's for sure, right? That's, that's awesome. Cool. Yep. Well, what did we forget uh, on episode 33? What, what do people need to know before they go about Dylan Wolfham? Um, bef- before they go about me? Um, come out with an open mind and... Uh, I don't know. Um, and bring some bush light. Have a bush light. Have a have a drink and uh, just sit there and see what you think. I there guess. You go. Um, don't ask me for a wagon wheel all night. <laughs> um, Amen, listen, brother. My, my my only thing is just listen to the originals and uh, let me know what you think of that. Sure, sure, yeah, yep. absolutely. That's that's how you're going to be able to tell. Yep. Yeah, I get that for sure. Yep. Um, I had a question on my mind and it just ran off, but I think what it was. It was about getting a hold of you, and, and it just jumped out of my mind. Sorry about that, Dylan. It's all good. Um, I don't know, Chris. Bail me out. I forgot what I was going to say. I can't read your mind. Are you kidding me? I know. But this I guy just had a baby, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, we, we're so glad you took time to be with us here this evening, and I Definitely. know what the question was now. Um, I just want to set something up with you right now. When you get your album put together, mm-hmm. I'd really love it if you'd reach out to us and come back Definitely. and be on our show. And, and we'll talk about that release and try to get some the airplay of that for you and get some people clamoring about your definitely. new album. So if you don't mind, just stay in touch with us and we'll definitely do that definitely. for you. Cool. All right, folks. So you guys figured out how to get a hold of Dylan. Make sure you go out and support him. Tell him you heard about him, you know, wherever, whether it was on our podcast or if you've seen it before. Make sure you go up and say hello. He loves to meet new people. And uh, and support this growing music scene that we have here in Winchester with all these great acts and artists that we have for sure. Chris, man, how you feeling other than tired? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be back. Um, staying busy. That's just one way to keep the mind sharp. So, uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for joining us for episode 33. Episode 34 is next week, and yep. we will be at Box Office Brewery in Strasburg, Virginia, yeah, on the road. Yep. So that'll be a whole lot of fun. You guys got to tune in for that. Uh, and hey, if you know you want to be part of the studio audience, we might be down there around. 6.30 or so. Yeah, exactly. Come on by and say hello to us. That would be a lot That's of right. fun for sure. Yeah, yeah. You could reach out to us. Chris is always manning the pages uh, of our Facebook page. 
So make sure you reach out to him if you have any questions. You can also hit the uh, email up with uh, musicianscafe1 at gmail.com. And I'm usually manning that, so I'll reach back out to you. We've got a lot of nice comments and and people always reaching out, asking what's coming up on the, the future episodes. So thank you for that. Dylan, once again, man, you are the man. We wish you nothing but the best. Godspeed going forward. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate uh, it. Absolutely. Sounds good. Well, folks, thank you very much. Chris, couldn't do it without you, man. Yeah, no problem. You're my man. All right, folks, thank you for joining us here on the Musician's Cafe. Until we meet again, peace.